Welcome to our podcast for generations in family business, past, present, and future. Our hosts for this podcast are myself, Tim Schuster, and I'm a manager in the Center for Family Business Excellence. And also with us today is... Hi, I'm Matt Kersner, and I'm the senior manager in the Center for Family Business Excellence. To continue on our conversation, a major philosophy of the center is our strategic roadmap, where Matt and I have been taking each step of the roadmap and breaking it down for our listeners. Our last podcast, we discussed goals and objectives, you know, kind of how can a company figure out its goals and objectives, or how do goals and objectives help the company? This episode, we're going to discuss strategies and measures, or what is our game plan as a company? So, Matt, can you tell us what are strategies and measures, and how do they help a company? Yeah, great, great question, Tim. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, the, the previous podcast that we've done so far to date is we talked about mission, why we exist, mm -hmm. core values, what do we believe in, the vision, what do we want to be, and... and you know, as you mentioned, we talked about objectives and goals and what we want to accomplish. Absolutely. So really, strategies and measures is really, you know, what are the action items? What are the deliverables for each of those areas? And how are you going to measure to make sure that they're successful? Right. And, you know, they're made up of three major, I call them categories or buckets, right, mm -hmm. that, that uh, organizations really need to look at. One is business development. Two is operating efficiency. And three is people. Mm -hmm. But it's really looking at, you know, the action items that have to happen in all of these areas to really move the needle of the company. That makes sense. The pillars kind of to build up to these strategies and yeah. measures. Pillars is a great word. Perfect. So let's actually delve into that a little bit further. Uh, and I know we discussed this briefly in our inaugural podcast as well, but why don't you walk us through a little bit of the business development? Sure. So business development is really the activity of pursuing strategic opportunities for your business, mm -hmm. right? For a particular business. It's the long-term value of, of the organization. It's looking at your customers, your market, your relationships, that you develop, right? It's it's how you grow the business. So, you know, an owner, a CEO, the executive team really needs to look at, you know, how do we develop partnerships, right? How do we uh, find the right, I'll call it joint ventures mm -hmm. or, or people to partner up with that can help us grow the business. It's also identifying new markets and products and services that we want to provide, right? So it's not just your core business, but how do we expand that pie? Right? Makes sense, absolutely. And then the other one is, how do, how do we look at our offerings and diversify them, right? yep. as I just mentioned? Uh, these all help drive the growth and profitability of an organization. So when I talk about business development, that's, you know, those areas is how you grow the business, right? It's what can we do to maximize our bottom line profit. That makes sense. And then even from my perspective too, working with clients, you know, I tend to see this a lot where it's almost an evaluation stage that you have to go through this every few years just to make sure you are staying diversified, kind of that diversifier die mentality yeah. as you kind of see if I'm yeah. not mistaken. I like what you said, you know, every few years, you know, you should have somewhat of a, you know, a business plan, mm -hmm. a strategic plan, right? The strategic roadmap is that, you know, kind of like Absolutely. that one year, three year, five year plan. So you're right. You should be developing this if it's not yearly, every other year or every so, so many years to look at this. But I, once you do it, you also need to look at it fairly frequently to make sure that you're hitting your goals, right? So part of the strategies and measures is, are we successful? So you really want to take a look at it. And my recommendation is you want to look at it at least minimum twice a year. Makes sense. Right, to make sure absolutely. you're on target. Absolutely, absolutely. So why don't you also now take us through operating efficiency? Uh, yep. So operating efficiency is, you know, you could do all the right things with business development, right? Find the right partners, 
you know, really have the great plan, introduce new products and services. But if you don't look at the other side of the profit and loss statement, right, areas that, you know, you can lose it that way, right? Absolutely. So, so operating efficiency is how do you do things better, faster, more efficiently, right, to really maximize that bottom line mm -hmm. profit that you need to do for your organization. So, you know, it's looking at the output that you're doing and, uh, you know, how do you look at the input of running the business? And, you know, some of the things that I look at that you can really make a, an impact is, you know, here's an example, electricity, right? I mean, how many people walk out of the room and leave the light on? I mean, as simple as that, right? So introducing technology that, you know, once you leave the room, the lights automatically go off. Absolutely. Right? That, that has huge impact, right? Yep. Looking at your leases for equipment and trying to negotiate better deals regarding that. Mm -hmm. um, you know, another one is, you know, going paperless. Right, trying to reduce how many things get printed. Absolutely, right? yeah. or defaulting to black and white versus color. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's it's these small little things that can actually make a huge difference, because again, you could do all the right things for business development, but if you're not looking at operating efficiency, you can lose it on the other end. Oh, absolutely. Another big piece is maybe looking at lean processes. Right, mapping out how you do things today. Mm -hmm. I always encourage organizations. Uh, to really take a look at how they are currently doing things and how can they streamline them. Yes. Right? So that's what operating efficiency is. So it's interesting you mention that because I always view this as time being money, and that's where kind of this all goes into account because in order for someone, and people don't really think about this, a lot of businesses just don't, where it might take someone four hours to do some sort of process, but if you can trim that down to two hours, even though you're not seeing a potential bottom line impact there, really your time is now being saved and can be used elsewhere doing something else. So kind of taking that opportunity to figure out exactly how can we streamline this process to really help out this organization will save them money and time and everything under the sun. You know, that's the way to do that. Yeah, super important, Tim, super important. I mean, the next category, which we'll talk about, yeah. is people, right? Yes, and, please, but, but yes. Be, no, but before I get into the people, mm -hmm. this goes into operating efficiency, what you said, right? Where it normally will take four, not normally, where it should take two hours, but it's taking four hours to somebody to do this. Yep. I always say, okay, when you have a new employee starting, how are they getting trained? Right? Are they learning the proper way right. to do it in two hours? Or are they trial and error of learning because they're not being trained properly? Mm -hmm. Or have somebody, I always say, if you have somebody at a C level, and I don't mean executive level, I'm talking, you know, A, B, C, you yep. know, C, you know, and if you have somebody at a C level training a new employee, your output is going to be a C level. And chances are it might take them four hours where Absolutely. it only needs them to take them two hours. You're only as good as you're trained. Perfect. All the way across the board. Yes, yes, yes. So, Let's talk about the third one. Yes, please, please, please. So let's talk now more about the people development side. Yeah. Um, you know, we were starting to kind of go down that route, but I know that there's a lot of area to cover there, you know, kind of from an HR perspective. Yeah. Um, so let's hear kind of what the listeners just want to hear about kind of the HR model for this. Yeah, great, Tim. And first of all, you know, when we use the word HR, I, I want to be very clear that it's not just one person or uh, the HR department that's mm -hmm. responsible for people development. It really is anybody and everybody within the organization that interacts with other human beings, right? So managers, supervisors, executives, uh, owners, uh, boards are all part of the human resource aspect of the business. And for the people side of it, it really gets into, you know, I call it the four major pillars mm -hmm. 
of of a good HR diagnostic. I love that term, model, by the way. Right? Right? <laughs> I love it too. You know, acquiring human resources. You know, finding the right talent, um, finding that pipeline, the bench. Uh, and then once you have the right people, we'll call it, you know, um, you know, getting them trained and developed and orientated yep. into it to learn the mission, vision, values, right, of mm-hmm. the company and what's expected of them. And once you do that, then you have to look at how do you, uh, you know, reward them, right, and recognize them for doing a good job, right, to keep the motivation going. Incentivizing. And incentivizing a yeah. is a great mm-hmm. word. And, you know, this is where performance management comes in, you know. Uh, managers, supervisors, leaders set that expectation, monitor those actions, and we already kind of talked a little bit about that with goal setting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and then being able to provide feedback, and that's a big piece of, of people development. Another one is, you know, building that bench, developing the human resources, developing your workforce, teaching them the ways of business development, operating efficiency, the culture, the vision, the values of the organization. That's going to be critical. Knowing you know, that whole succession planning, knowing who's ready now, and we've already talked about this, who's ready tomorrow, who's mm-hmm. ready in a year, two years, that's all part of developing human resources. Finding out the core competencies and really maximizing uh, transferring knowledge for them to be productive for yeah. the organization. And then the last one is is kind of maintaining and protecting human resources, right? Putting the policies and procedures together, creating that uh, the culture of, of having a great place to work. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's a, a critical piece of, of people development. But you really want to make sure you have the right people in the right place to really help with this whole strategic roadmap process. And that's going to help you with the strategies to, to kind of know what the game plan is and where you're going. Right, where right. Every, every piece should fit in the puzzle That's right. for the organization. That's right. Makes sense to me. Well, thank you for listening to Generations in Family Business, Past, Present, and Future, as part of the Eisner Amper podcast series. If you have any questions or there's a topic you'd like us to cover, email us at contact at eisneramper.com. Visit eisneramper.com for more information on this and a host of other topics. We look forward to have you listen in on our next Eisner Amper podcast.